Welcome to episode 33 of What Lies Beneath, a podcast for Seattle Kraken fans, those new to hockey and hockey fans looking to have fun, playoff shit, Western Conference Finals, Colorado Sweep, I've turned heel on this... I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, we got to see who's going to win this one. The release, the bracket update, a potential collab with somebody who's pretty cool in our world. Should the Kraken ditch hack for a hot coach side piece? And in no dumb questions, where did the superstition of not touching the conference finals trophy actually start? We'll talk about that too. Welcome to it. Let's roll. Episode 33 of What Lies Beneath. How you doing? My name is Jeff Janusik. This is my friend and co-host. Joey Cirillo. How the hell are you? I'm good, brother. You feel good? I feel great. You feel good. I'm not like Kale McCarr right now, because I'm sure he's feeling fantastic. Uh, you know, sans a hangover, but overall, I'm feeling pretty damn good. How are you feeling? I'm good. I feel really good. Are you sure? Because all of your hockey predictions have been turning out uh, kind of the opposite. Damn new hockey I'm like, who's fan. the lifelong hockey fan here, and who's Jesus. the noob? Because if you looked at our bracket, I couldn't be able to tell you. Well, it's like the, the national analysts for all sports. They pick them, and then like somebody's dog or a pig, you know, pokes a little ball into a hole, and they yeah. predict it perfectly. So like, I, really, it doesn't take that much talent. I mean, obviously, you're getting it right, so I don't know what that is since you're a new hockey fan. But yes. for me, it's just one of those things where like, I'm kind of more like a national analyst, tons of experience. I know what I'm talking about. You that, kind of okay, like are yeah. just this pig. I'm, an, I'm a pig. Pretty yeah, much. You're like Brent Musburger. So okay. you, you can have your pig. I'm just showing up. Apple in the mouth. Yeah. Not that you do tons of research and you're Mr. Statman and you have to absorb <laughs> everything when it comes to hockey and you totally nailed this one. But yeah. uh, anyway, I guess we should just get right into Let's it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into some playoff shit. Round three. Fight. Like how I kind of got like radio guy on Yeah, that. I was going to say, I, I noticed uh, there's already been a difference between playoff last week shit. and this week. So I'm feeling it. All right. So here's what's going on. We're mm -hmm. recording. It is what day? Is it Tuesday? It's, it's Tuesday? Tuesday. I have no idea. Every day is the same and it's, I don't know what's happening anymore. Crazy. Like this week's been crazy and it's Tuesday afternoon. It is weird. The summer is going too slow. It's super hot here in Louisiana, Miserable. but I say this because tonight is game four of the Eastern conference finals. The mm -hmm. Rangers are up two games to one over the Tampa Bay lightning. So we'll get to that, but we, we just had a Colorado sweep. Joey has been on the Colorado train uh, since the beginning of the playoffs. You predicted them to you predict them to win the cup or go to the finals. I have them winning the cup. Okay, so you, like looking awesome. Good job. Congratulations. Thank you. Great pick. Um, I don't know. I just don't know how I feel. We talked about this last episode with the yes. whole documentary coming out. Red Wings, Colorado. I just for some reason something in me can't be super happy for Colorado. Although. Yeah individually like kale mccarr is cool i like kale mccarr i like nate mckinnon i like okay. these people i like the team yeah the they're players. they're not the abs that you used to hate but there's the history with the franchise i understand but i also realized i was like somebody need to cut like the audio clip of you saying the only thing that can stop the avalanche is a literal avalanche and then also put it right next to the audio last week True. of you being like, give me Edmonton. <laughs> yeah, no, no, absolutely. I mean, I just thought the oil had something going on and they just, man, they just, they got swept. They went from grinding it out and making Calgary look crazy. And Calgary mm -hmm. was just, I thought Calgary was going to kill it. They were looking great. Yeah. Dark horse. Then they, the Oilers slammed them. And then what does that say about the abs? The abs destroyed them. Yeah. What are the Oilers going to do? I mean, yeah. I mean, they made it to the, the Western Conference Finals, which is great. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, what do you do next? Like, is Evander Kane coming back? Fuck Obviously. Yeah. I mean, that was pretty <laughs> dirty. But what he did to Kadri, like, you know, look, is he a piece of garbage? Uh, he Yes. He yeah. is a, which we don't need to go in. I've already mentioned it a million times, but, so we don't need to go there. You know, Everyone like, knows. I'm looking at it from a non-emotional hockey fan yes. taking that away is like, it was a great signing. He obviously performed in the playoffs, but he went back to his old ways against, you know, that the cadre hit was just terrible. Absolutely. It was a horrible hit. It, it was horrible. So I mean, I, a person that's watched hockey for a couple of decades, right? Not trying to age you over mm -hmm, here, mm -hmm. but you think that sure. play was dirty, correct? I mean, it's yeah, pretty clear. Yeah, he up. I mean, the yeah. guy's going down, yeah. or at least he's bending down, going into the boards, chasing the puck. His head's turned into the boards. Mm -hmm. 
you know, you can argue that there was maybe a lapse of judgment in Vander Kane and he was just trying to give a little push, but mm. like it seemed a little extra oomph. Like yeah. if you're going into the boards with somebody, I could see kind of giving yourself giving that player a little cross check as you are kind of just giving them a nudge into the boards. Okay. And you're trying to support yourself to keep yourself from going into the boards. It's still dirty. Yeah. But what made that dirty, dirty, dirty was that he was already kind of going down and he gave him that extra push and he slammed himself in there. You know, I, I think Kadri's going to be back. I, mm-hmm. I didn't, I don't know. I don't know, man. I know they're saying he's out for a game. He's out. Well, he was out for the series, but get, that series is over. It's over. Kadri or not, they didn't need him to win, you know, game four and sweep the Oilers. I saw some unconfirmed stuff on Twitter. There's a lot of rumors floating around the like Colorado Avalanche Twitter that Kadri's wrist was broken. And if that's the case, how does he play? I mean, I don't know. It looked broken in that play. Yes. Oh, and it yeah. looked, I mean, it, it was a pretty brutal, um, you know, hit the injury did not look good. He was wearing a cast um, after game three because of that hit. I'm not entirely sure what happened, but at this point, I think I would be surprised if he played in the Stanley cup final. I mean, can a hockey player play with a broken wrist? How do you do anything? What's cool about the playoffs is, you know, we joked about it with the crack and all season long, the lower body industry, how secretive mm-hmm. people are, um, coaches, you know, teams, they don't say anything. It's even worse in the playoffs because, you know, Leon Dreisaitl, you could tell was, hurt and he's playing on one leg he's hobbling you know but he's out there playing like yeah other teams they figured it out but they don't know exactly what's wrong mm-hmm. because if you say just like in the regular season hey this guy's wrist is messed up well guess what his wrist is going to get the hell slashed out of him yeah yeah so it's even crazier in the playoffs and what's cool is when the playoffs are over we're going to hear the reports of like oh yeah kadri was playing with a broken wrist and um nathan mckinnon was break playing with uh, every single bone in his body destroyed and he was actually being propped up by like taped together straws from starbucks you know like yeah so like there's <laughs> anyway so that, that's kind of a neat side thing here but it, it, to go back to the oilers like i yeah. don't know what you do there mike smith he's just too old he's old he's he's mid 40s correct and he's hot and cold he's great goalie and and he really carried them through a lot of uh you know the season he had way cre- like bad downtimes they need a, a goaltender of the future you know and then what's going to happen in the offseason with the van der kane all that sort of stuff uh, you know so anyway the oilers looked terrible they were just literally out of gas and yeah. that's an oil and gas uh you know uh, fossil fuel pun intended <laughs> but the avalanche look well, awesome dude. oil covered horses baby if they win I'm, I'm okay with it the only thing that i'm hoping is i'm supposed to go to colorado to denver in september okay i'm speaking at a conference Ooh, pretty cool uool-a-dee-dah. Uh, yeah i'm actually getting paid to do it look I at actually, you doing I actually things. sacked up and said pay me and they said sure so, oh nice okay cool. yeah yeah because yeah, that's like, a very non-jeff move I'm, i feel I, like you would get invited and be like yeah sure oh i'll pay for everything sounds great see you in september yeah, exactly <laughs> well, i'm a big fan of just getting like you know spreading the word about you know what i do yeah and just like getting in front of people to get business but yeah. you know really like there's certain things so anyway I find at some it. point you have to be like hey i'm, I'm worth i have to realize my own worth that's i get cool. it man good for exactly. you exactly so anyway, that's like, a big move and my wife's gonna come hopefully which is cool but i i'm kind of hoping you know like okay if the if the abs win the stanley cup like mm-hmm. it'd be cool if i like turned a corner and, like coming out of this conference like go into a bar or something like that and there's the stanley cup there because like you know okay. Kadri or mckinnon are like i will like kind of watch Twitter to sneaky sneakily see if there's a Stanley Cup party somewhere. I'm like, can I go see the Stanley Cup? Which I've seen. I've how actually, long does that, how long do those parties go for? Well, it'll be over by, you know, like, cause they're being training camp at that point. It's going to be, okay. it has to be like September 10th is when I'm going to go. So like the starting training camp, but it'll be around. I'm sure. Wait. So, but they, do they really party with the cup for months after it's done? Like from July through late August, yeah. they're just going ham with the cup. They, they, each player on the team gets a day with it. Just one day, every player. Yep. Oh my God. The yep. things I would schedule. Oh, they do. I want to be like, crazy. you know, Jordan awesome. Bennington and like watch his girlfriend pee in the Stanley cup. There's yep. a rumor about that. Oh, there's so many rumors about the Stanley cup. We could do a podcast dirty. about yeah. what has happened to the Stanley cup over its years. Is this turned into a tradition? Every player on the Stanley cup winning team gets to spend a day with it. Lots of guys take it back to their hometown. Did Ovi have like some crazy historic day with the cup where he was doing all sorts of shit? Dude, we got to Google that. I don't yeah. know. Maybe next okay. episode, we'll, we get, we'll look into this. Hey, to kick off the Stanley Cup Finals, which should be, we'll, we'll know by next week if it not yeah. starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should probably let, make a mental note. 
Let's go through and find out the crazy Stanley Cup stories because it's okay. the greatest trophy in sports. Yeah, we that'd be a great way, like you said, to start the Stanley Cup uh, finals by going through kind of the history okay. of the players with the cup. And also, I, I want to make a quick note here. The, the cup final starts on June 18th, and that was done purposefully by the NHL because they're waiting until the NBA season is over. So kudos to the NHL for making the right call here yeah. because they want to be like the, only the main and only thing that is going on at this time. At least, you know, in North America where people are are tuning into it. So I'm a big fan of the move they pulled there. I hope it's good. I, I've kind of been I a little... I think it's going to be really, really good. Like, there's no way that Colorado just sweeps whoever to a final. Like, I just don't see it happening. I just was not excited about this series. As soon as the Avs beat the Oilers in game one, I kind of was just like... No, I wasn't thinking that it was over. I thought the okay. Oilers could still win. I'm not yeah, saying yeah. I predicted that, but I was kind of like, I just don't, I'm not into this series. Yeah. Now the, you know, the, and the, even the Rangers going up two games and none, I'm like, God, this is lame. So I'm glad Tampa Bay fought back. And I hope tonight, I hope they tied up. I just want to see, you know, I'm not, I'm, I like these teams. I don't dislike these teams, yes. but I, I want to see good hockey. I want, yeah. I would, nothing more would be better for our sport for hockey mm -hmm. than for a Stanley Cup final to go to game seven. Yeah. You know, like, okay. That'd so that'd be amazing. Faking really quickly on the the Oilers and Avalanche series and just on the Oilers moving forward, this is going to maybe surprise some people. I actually want them to bring back Evander Kane. And the reason why I say that is because not because I believe that he deserves hate time on the ice anymore. I want a reason to continue sports hating this team because when they signed him, I was very outspoken about how I was like, okay, well then fuck the Oilers. And it gave me that energy through the playoffs, which I thoroughly enjoyed rooting against them. Watching Colorado sweep them was just sweet, sweet victory. Like I could not get enough of that last night. Yep. And I would love to continue that moving forward. I also think, and I said this last week on the podcast, I thought they were fraudulent. I said, these guys are frauds. I think they're going to get exposed. And that's what they did. Now, granted, they also went against Colorado, who was beating the living shit out of everybody. Um, so, you know, there's not really much you can say about that, but they did get their, their asses beat and I'm happy for it. And I also hate how the whole franchise is like, oh, look how cute and awkward McDavid is and trying to play this kind of a, uh, I don't know. I feel like they try to paint the franchise in a certain picture, but then when I watch them play, I just see them doing shit, like constantly trying to take their opponent out of the game. I see a lot of dirty hits. I see a lot of bullshit going on. And I know that like other teams have done the same, but I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I just feel like the Oilers are paying a certain light and that is very false. I thought they were fraudulent and I end up being correct. So please bring him back so I can continue to sports hate them moving forward. That's, that's awesome. I, yeah. you know, I look, here we are talking about the Kraken, loving the Kraken and the Kraken do, you know, crazy stuff too. There's going to be dirty plays that the Kraken are behind that sort of thing. Yes. Um, you know, it's weird for me is, you know, I'm into a team that's in the Western conference and you know, I, I, the abs are super relevant. I know a lot of Kraken fans are into the avalanche like the avalanche. Yeah. I know we've talked to a bunch of our, our, our Kraken pod friends on Twitter, you know, and they're, yeah. you know, giving me it's very garbage. pro abs. Very it's pro very abs. pro abs. It's weird yeah. to me. It's just weird. It is weird. Western, Western times and yeah. Western hockey zone, but it's, I don't know. I'd be, ha I'd be okay with Colorado winning. I don't know. It's like game by game. I just don't know what to think. But then the, we've got the whole documentary with the Red Wings and the, and the abs coming that out. Might, that that might set you back I'm to 1997. You're like, oh, I'm, I'm, yeah, now I I'm back. with that. I don't know. So we have to shout out uh, a couple of things really quick. And it's Lankanen because he had the overtime game winner last night for the Avalanche. That's the second year in a row that he's done that where he's had the game winner that sent his team to the cup final. Last year, he did that when he was with Montreal. And then obviously we have to shout out Kale McCarr. He was the first defenseman since Al McKinnis in 1994 to have five points in a game. He had one goal and four assists. He's only the seventh uh, defenseman uh, in NHL history to do that. And Jeff, he is 23 years old. He's so, so good. I made a note of that because I'm like, this kid's ridiculous. And when you hear like the, the broadcast, like NHL on TNT and Wayne Gretzky is like, this might be the best defenseman I've ever seen. Again, I don't think he's being hyperbolic. I really do think Kill McCarr is that special. And I forget that he's 23 years old. Like we have, we're very fortunate to be alive at a time when Kill McCarr is like, I don't even think he's in his peak yet. Like we're he's like 26, 27. No. Good God. No, he's just, no, he's not. He's just, he's, you have, all we need for the Kraken to be successful is a Kale McCarr. Is have a top, <laughs> we, need, we just need a top three forward and a, yeah. and a top number one defenseman. That's it. Okay. That's all we need. We just got to do that. Well, the draft is coming up here soon, and it's looking like we're going to have a pick of two very, very good defensemen. I'm sure we'll have more coverage on that. 
as it gets closer and especially once this season's over. So I'm very excited, but well, shout out to the abs. Thank you for exposing the Oilers. Thank you for doing us a favor. Peace out Edmonton. Enjoy the off season. Fuck you. <laughs> Uh, I'm excited to be moving on to the Stanley Cup final. It's going to be a little while before it starts, but you know, this Tampa New York Rangers series again, I'm still not betting against Tampa Bay. It was no, easy to, you can't, you can't do it. Easy to have two games in New York, you know, like go to the Rangers, but you know, comes back to Tampa Bay and they, they make it happen. They come mm -hmm. back and, and now they're, I'm telling you, there's some momentum there. Not that they got that win. Yeah. Um, I'm still holding on hope. Like I obviously screwed up the abs, the Western conference prediction big time, but I've been saying don't bet against the lightning. I, mm -hmm. I still believe they're not going to make me look silly for saying that. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I don't know. For some weird reason in my head, I have it where it's like, if it's Colorado and the Rangers, that series is going to be a thrilling series. Tampa Bay, maybe a little less thrilling. I don't know why I have that. I know that's a very biased. I have no reason why it's just something that I've been actively thinking out loud. We were both wrong about the Rangers. And in yeah, fact, I texted you was. after game two. And I think my text just said something on the lines of like, holy shit, the Rangers like un <laughs> unbelievable. And in fact, I forgot. I have a, a good buddy of mine that's been a, a Rangers fan his entire life, uh, born and raised in New York. And I just text him out of the blue and like uh, towards like the third period the, at the end of game one. And I was just like, dude, these Rangers. And he was like, I'm telling you, man, everything feels different. Like everything is coming together at the right time. And watching these games, it's hard it's hard to go against that. Now, credit to Tampa Bay. They were down two nothing in the second period in game three. If they lose game three, it's over. Like you just don't come back down three games to nothing when you're going against fucking Igor Shesterkin <laughs> and the New York Rangers because they're on fire. He's starting to play like he's been expected to play and good luck beating them. But they fought back and it was it was tough and they grinded it out. And now it's interesting because now game four tonight, I think it's more of a must win. This is going to be weird to say. I think it's more of a must win for the Rangers than is the lightning. Cause if I'm the Rangers, I want to end this series now. I like period. That. You like, cannot period. let you cannot you do that. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, I thought you were a new hockey fan. I am. Oh, okay. Okay. Cause I'm just getting, I'm like, just getting, I'm drinking Coke. I'm all jacked up over here. Like, geez, man. <laughs> I need more caffeine. I know. The, uh, no, that's a great, that's a great, a piece of analysis right there. You're right. You cannot let Tampa Bay back in the no. series. You've got to put the straight, you've got to kill them right now. You yeah. cannot let them because if they, if they make this series tonight, two games all yeah, it's over. I think the lightning win. Yeah. I, I don't know, but I can see it going seven because look who also had Tampa Bay on the ropes multiple times, Toronto Maple Leafs and they fucked around and they couldn't quite close it out. And then they end up losing in game seven and getting their hearts ripped out of their chest. It's like, this is the moment where you need to step on the necks of the Tampa Bay lightning. Right. So we'll see what the Rangers are made of tonight. I noticed that the athletic um, did a poll where they actually asked six of their riders to submit who they thought would win game four unanimous Tampa Bay. Hmm. So I kind of want to pivot and go, fuck it. I'll give me the Rangers in game four tonight. Okay. I could be wrong, but you know, I'm going to go with rain because everyone's taking Tampa Bay. So why not Rangers go at three, one, I'll be real frank is I, I've, I've been keeping up with the highlights. I haven't not really watched a game mm -hmm. in, the, in the West. In oh the West man. Yeah. I've been watching the games. It's been so well, the goaltending has been insane. Well, yeah, I mean, it's also hard. There's a lot of things happening right well, now. I just, I don't know. It's just something weird. Like I'm actually like, I'm really ready for the Kraken to come back. This sounds weird. Like no, I'm kind of, I'm kind of tired of watching other teams, you yeah. know? So like, <laughs> but like the finals, I'll watch the finals and I always watch it when yeah. the Stanley cup gets awarded. That's special. So, well, a couple of notes. So Braden point, he was skating with his teammates. So again, we're recording on a Tuesday. So yesterday on Monday, he was on the ice skating around. There's a, so there's a chance that Braden point is oh. back for game four tonight. Series over. That could be massive because he hasn't played since game seven against Toronto when he had the lower body industry uh, industry that came up and took him. And um, I don't know, man. I just I'm really curious to see how this thing goes. Um, I thought the lightning really stepped it up in the third period of the last game. They outshot New York five on five. Uh, on the five on five, they outshot them 18 to six and 10 to three in scoring chances. Like Tampa Bay knew they were up against the wall and they stepped on the gas when they needed to. And again, this is what a veteran team does that knows how to win and they know when to turn it on. And also like what I'm going to be watching for, for the rest of the series is how the Tampa Bay lightning handle Igor, because you can clearly tell, especially like in the like middle to second period and the rest of the game, you can tell in the last game that they're 
the way they are attacking Igor's to literally attack him, they're getting physical with him. They're running into him. Uh, one of their players was called on a minor for slashing at Igor, but they're trying to rattle him. Now, there was an interview by Gallant, the head coach of the Rangers afterwards, and he said that Igor doesn't really get shaken up by that stuff, and he actually joked around that he gets more shaken up by it than Igor does. But with that being said, I think there's something to that because it it looks like Tampa Bay is like, okay, you know, like you're a hell of a goalie right now and you're standing on your head. You're going to be the Vezina winner, whatever. We're going to start rattling you by running into you, by hitting Absolutely. you, peppering you with shots, getting physical uh, guys in your face. Let's see if it works again for game four. And they played Rangers hockey against the Hurricanes, and that's what they did. They yeah. they took runs at them, and they made it work. So they have to take that attitude into the game tonight. Uh, do, you, I, do you remember? Do you remember the whole Igor versus Vazzy? Yeah, the, the conversation that we had. Yeah. I'm like, I think about that every time I watch these games out because I'm like, I think I was right on the Igor call, man. Not that Vazzy is obviously bad because he's not at all, but God damn, Igor Hot has been. It's like it's otherworldly the way he plays. It really is like a spectacle to watch. Well, it's incredible. What did we say at the beginning of the playoffs talking to people like yourself who had never seen a playoff game, yeah. right? That's what it takes to, to make special things happen. You've got to have a hot goaltender. You've got to have a goaltender that you can depend on. Go look at the, the Oilers. That's, you know, yeah. first of all, you're playing against the most uh, biggest offensive machine since, <laughs> you know, the Russian yeah. machine back Which in the Which is why we called out those Mike Smith stats because we were like, I think the Avalanche can expose him and that's and what happened. Did. It just, he, he can't keep up. He's just like, we probably couldn't keep up with the youth and that. So anyway, no, there's no way. Yeah. we'll see what happens tonight. I'm excited to finally get to a Stanley Cup final and if you are like a new hockey fan, you have not seen a Stanley Cup final before. It's amazing. The moment when they award the Stanley Cup, I, no matter if I hate the team or not, it's a special moment. It's super exciting. And it's all, yeah. it, you'll know what it's about. And you'll you'll start remembering those moments. And then when your team finally lifts that trophy, like the Kraken will at some point, um, I believe, you know, sooner than later. Faster than Is the Mariners will win a World Series. That's for damn sure. Yeah, yeah you're right, man. <laughs> Fuck you, Robbie. Ray. Oh, God. So anyway... I'm ready for the Stanley Cup to get awarded, and then I want to get totally into the draft. I want to check all this sort of stuff out. So I think I think we should talk a little bit about the Kraken. There's a couple of things going on. Um, you know, I'm seeing a lot of Kraken Pod Twitter, uh, Seattle Kraken Twitter, talking about all the free agent coaches that are out there. Yes. And I saw, um, like, Bruce Cassidy got fired from the Bruins. Bruins, the yeah. The other day, just a couple of days ago. Well, now, was, the, now the GM's being attacked by the media for it, and, you know, as he should be, when you do a surprise firing. That was weird. I, I don't, don't know. know. I mean, I don't know. Look, is it chemistry? It's something in the locker room. Mm -hmm. when, when you have a coach who's successful and there was, that was a good team, yeah. it's something in the locker room that we don't know about that just didn't, didn't work. But Barry Trotz is out there. Bruce Cassidy's out there, as we know. John Tortorella, who's insane. Um, Peter DeBoer. Paul Maurice is out there. There's tons of, you know, Rick Tockett. Is, is rumored to be. I don't even know Rick Talkett is. Rick Talkett is. This is where I become a new hockey fan again. He's the guy that's one of the co-hosts on TBS with Gretzky and Biz Nasty. Oh, yeah, Talk. yeah. So gotcha. he's, you know, he, he played hockey for a long time. He's been a head coach before. Um, you know, he's he could be great. You know, the Red Wings looking for a coach. So, but... I I saw a lot of like, oh, from the Bruins to the Red Wings talk, actually. I saw a lot of uh, Red Wings Twitter was very excited when they saw the news it's, that Boston put out there. It is time for the Red Wings to have a big name coach come in. Okay. And Stevie Y knows how to take care of that. But then also, too, like, you know, Stevie Y found um, John Cooper in Tampa Bay yeah. and yeah. helped make that happen. And John Cooper's become one of the greatest coaches of all time. Like, you know, he's he's incredible, which he's is incredible. why I give like Gallant so much credit. Because up until like Game Three, I thought he was actually out coaching Cooper, which is fucking insane. Yeah, so I mean, he's a great coach too. So anyway, yeah. long story short, is people are like, we should we should ditch Haxtell and we should get one of these guys in here. He's got a big name, and I saw you came in sweeping in on the Kraken Pod Twitter, yeah. and you basically said, hey, look, you know, you, you can't you can't do that. It's, it's literally one season of an expansion team, yeah, and the team did not look like a. A, a solid hockey team until no. after the trade deadline yeah. until um, after we had Maddie Beniers come in and they mm -hmm. ended the season on such a strong note. So like that's more of what the team is. You yes. Got, whether you love hack or hate him. And I don't know if there's a lot of people that love Dave Haxtell. We've definitely criticized him on the podcast. Of course, plenty you of times. Criticized, yeah. You got to give the guy another year to see Minimum. what he's going to do with a, a team that's got more of a chance, got some draft picks in there, got some youth, yeah. a free agent. And yeah. I want to talk about that too, as I know we're in agreement on the Haxtell thing, the free agency game. Yeah. I have no idea what Ronnie Francis is going to do. Zero idea. But I hope he does 
dip his his toe into the the free, free agent, agent pool. pool. Yeah, and I saw I forgot what it was. I was trying to find it just now, but somebody had ranked like here's who the Kraken should be looking at, and it was like oh, Anthony Malkin was number one. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> but no, but not like, no. Oh, Johnny Gaudreau was like number seven, and yeah. you know I'm a Johnny Gaudreau freak. Oh, I know, I know. So I went and found myself a, a free agent list that had Johnny Gaudreau at the top. Yeah. Way, <laughs> Wait, way. so you're telling me that you like started scouring the internet and you were just looking for like, where's the no, list no, no, that no. just feeds no, my no. very subjective viewpoints. Wait, and it's where to go. NHL free agents. <laughs> I just, I just literally clicked the first one uh-huh. and he's at, he's at the top and you know, he's, he's, I think that's just a money in the bank. I mean, will the flames let him go? Uh, he kind of sounded like it in that press conference, which we mentioned last week in that episode. Yeah. But you know, I, I'm all about, them going for a big name free agent and getting us some more offense. So what's going to happen with free agency when it comes to the Seattle Kraken? I do hope they go out and they will, they'll get some, will they go big time? Will they just sign up a few? Dude, what about players? like flip Forsberg? Like, oh, I would totally that, that, that I mean, right there is a player that I'm like, you wouldn't break the bank. He would drastically help out your team. Beloved in Nashville. He's going to get a lot of money. He's coming off a $6 million contract. Yeah. And I he, just, I really like him. I, I remember like, I just remember watching the game and I remember he had that play where he went end to end on the Kraken, outskated the entire team and then put a hell of a shot on net and scored. And I remember the announcers talking about how he was a free agent at the end of the season. And all I could think of was like picturing this guy like in a Kraken sweater and how sexy that would be. Like he's a guy I'm keeping an eye on. Obviously Johnny Hockey. I hear, I hear players like Malkin and it's like, okay, sure. You're going to get like butts in seats, but one that's a non-issue. I mean, no, I think look how bad the Kraken were last season and they sold out every single game. Nah, so they're not worried about attendance around him. Yeah. He's, he's, amazing, he's an, he's an prone. aging star and he's also injury prone. Like his, his good days are behind. We're trying to build for the future here. That is not a future move. This is not my thought here. I did see this from somebody on Twitter. I you did just not pulling, write down who pulling was up lists that you agreed to not. No, yeah, yeah. No, I actually do like this idea of Kadri, right? He's a free agent. He's an unrestricted free agent. He's making four and four point one million dollars. He signed that contract in twenty sixteen. He's gonna get a raise. Yeah. But he's really good. Dude, imagine like Cod Kadri and the Dundertaker together. Oh my God. So like, you know, Kadri coming in, right? That dude can score. He's yeah. he obviously is a uh, fire plug like he's somebody yes. put into and he he gets team pol- teams polarized mm-hmm. but he's also really good and if he's on a team where like he's not like imagine trying to be let's say you're really good at hockey okay all right and then you go to play to, for the Colorado Avalanche yes where are you in rankings on that team <laughs> way down at the bottom way down I was gonna say I'm like third line so <laughs> right so like think think about like taking you know these top guys from other teams like Kadri mm-hmm. and where he is with the Avalanche put him on the Kraken and like, that's one of your top guys automatically, uh, you know, and, and, and yeah. how much is he going to get this off season? I mean, you're definitely going to go from 4 million to probably six, 7 million, but okay. he's not, you know, uh, Evgeny Malkin's at nine and a half million dollars. Yeah. Sorry. That's not happening. Yeah. So, I mean like, not, you know, uh, Philip Forsberg, uh, is 6 million. He's at 6 million right now. So I, I don't mm. know what uh, Johnny Gaudreau's at right now, but he's going to make a ton of he's money. He's going to make a shit ton of, ton of money. money. I mean, so there's like, like the Kraken have a lot of room to make a lot of moves. And another part that's going to be a really big piece of this is what exactly does Ron Francis do with all of the draft capital that we have? Because he specifically stated that he doesn't want to use all of those picks. He wants to flip them into players. I'm really, really curious to see how that plays out. And what's interesting about the Caudry thing, and I give you credit because I honestly hadn't thought about that yet, even though it's been staring me in the face because I'm a Caudry fan. But what's interesting to me about that is He's a guy that if the organization, like the organization knows that if they were to somehow, you know, kick the tires on this and look into it, that the fans would be totally behind this. Like if they did like one of those things where they're like, Hey, you know, here's what we're looking at. We're going to survey 20 Kraken fans in a room. You're going to have like 17 out of 20 fans being like, yeah, I support Kadri. Like how could, if you look at like the sentiment that Kraken fans have towards him, it's very positive. And like, I'm a person that also reflects that. I love Kadri. I understand his past. I thought the piece that he wrote about, like, this is who I am, was very engaging. I also think that this year, you know, again, kind of a contract year, so maybe it was intentional, but, you know, he had uh, no suspensions this year. And then look what happened to him in the playoffs. It's like everyone actually kind of jumped on his bandwagon because he was being targeted. There's like racial stuff being thrown around. His family's getting threatened. It's like, you know what? I ride with this dude. I, I You know what it made me like that guy is that game he took mm-hmm. over. For the uh, against the flames, 
Yeah, and, and he scored. Oh my he, god! He had a hat trick, yeah. or he scored two goals, or whatever. Like, he had he, he had the Hattie he after took, like all that was shit talking, oh. all the things going on. And he was like, "Here's a big fuck you." Out, out of all the games in the playoffs, that's like for storyline. That was one of the best. Oh my god! Yeah, oh, I just found the, the Bleacher Report put out an article. I was just looking it up, and okay. they dark horse destinations for the top. Uh, 2022 oh, free agents. I like this. And I saw some people like, you know, Mark Andre Fleury could come on board. He's aging. I, you know, I, I like where we're, I think. No, we're we're, leave the goalie situation alone in the draft. Stop, yeah. In the draft. Ron Francis will get a goalie. He'll get a goalie in the draft. It's some somewhere. I don't know. And where. let's not forget our boy, Joey. We're a pro Joey pot over here. Totally. Like, you know, he's totally. up and coming. He I mean, he literally just had a record breaking season with the Charlotte checkers. He's going to be a firebird. It's all he's, you just got to keep getting him more ice time. It's we fine. do. We do. Uh, so they have, Mark Andre Fleury going to the Sabres, uh, Philip Forsberg going to the Islanders. Um, this is, I like this. Johnny Gaudreau to the Red Wings. Okay, that's not too bad. Uh, Claude Giroux to the Hurricanes. Now that I did, they are on the list. The Kraken are on this list, but wait, Kadri to the Flyers, which that's like, oh man, I fucking hate the Flyers. Hate the Flyers. Um, John Klingberg goes to the Predators, coming from the Stars, and for the Seattle Kraken, Chris Letang. Is who they picked now. Chris Letang, okay, um, you know he's coming off of the the Penguins. He's one of the best Penguin scorers of all time. Yeah, this guy is one of those dudes who's never been like super uh, superstar status, but he really is kind of a sneaky superstar. No, uh, he's he's really really good, and you old. know what? Yeah, he is he is old, but he's also really good, and hopefully it wouldn't exactly break the bank. And guess what? When Tanev is healed and coming back, and him and Latang can bro out. Now Tanev is happier. We're happier. I would be a fan of that. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, you know, he's a defenseman. He's coming in to, you know, he's a high scoring defenseman. He had 68 points last year. So like, yeah, well, the Kraken need to score defenseman. some more points. So <laughs> yeah, the defense needs, you know, so like he comes in, he's a leader. He's 35. That's actually the bleacher report. That's not a bad, that's not a bad thing. I'm, I'm no, it's of, not bad at all. We need to keep an eye on this. Like I want to see some more, like, especially once the season wraps up, I want to see like the athletic put out a piece of like, okay, the draft is coming up. Here's free agency. And here's where we have our list of free agents. And here's our predictions of where they are going to go. Like this list needs to continuously be updated because yeah. things are going to change very quickly. I'm so fucking excited. I'm with you. I'm so like, I'm very thankful that we get hockey right now and that it is June and we still get great hockey, but God, I'm so excited for free agency and the draft and to Dude. see how the Seattle Kraken roster is going to take form because that's really going to, uh, Give us a, an idea of what this team is going to look like moving forward. Well, we need a summer break though, too. Like, from oh, watch, dude, yeah, hockey. <laughs> we need a it's summer been break every night. Hockey. Like, I'm, I'm hockeyed out. I, I know, love I'm it. But fuck. I, lo I mean, I love it, but I'm a little hockeyed out. I'm ready to see the Stanley Cup, and yes. then I'm ready to take a break, a breather for a second, yes. and then start thinking about the. But I'm kind of liking this Latang thing here because you know he's he's a a great defenseman. He's got the age. He's got the experience. He can still score. He almost scored 70 points last year. Can you imagine him coming in and help? Anyway. I kind of digging that. I'm easily influenced. I like how, here's the thing. Like I you like and I it. will be like, I don't know. We need a break. We're hockeyed out. I will have one night where I don't like yeah. watch something or read something or I'm talking about it. And then like the very next day, I'm like, got to get back on that hockey, man. Got to get on it. I feel no, like I'm, just, I'm ready for cracking hockey. I'm ready to be yes. like, let's just follow yeah. this drama of all that sort of good stuff. So that's your cracking news. Oh, also too, uh, via Twitter, um, there was a lot of talk over the past, you know, 24 hours of this. And I took a screenshot of it. It is a tweet of the tournament that this person put together. Uh, the animals of hockey at animals of hockey on Twitter. Um, and it is the, most attractive NHL team bracket, and um, that's not my that's not my jam. Um, I can I can appreciate when a dude is a uh, man rocket, as they say, like good looking dude. Yeah. But I have no idea because you know I can look at one hockey player and be like that guy looks like he's probably pretty good looking. I think he's good looking, and then you know I find out from like my wife like he's ugly as hell. But you know what it is? It's like it's well, not just a matter of her opinion. It is. It is. Yeah. It's uh. Yeah. It's definitely like I look at Alex Wenberg, Wenny, and that that man's a fucking well, man rocket. He's just very. He's so pretty. Deny that. He's like look at those baby blues. He's just like a David statue. You yeah. Know, like no, kinda, it's not real. Like no. he's real life Hercules. So on skates. You know, the, the Kraken went pretty far. If you're looking at it, like they basically went to, they didn't go to the conference finals, they went to the semifinals against mm -hmm. the Canucks. And we lost to the Canucks, lost, like, Well, Canucks went up against the Avalanche. The Avalanche are the most attractive team, according to this. It was fan, it was Twitter votes that voted people. Well, they're riding the high of what the Kraken are doing in the playoffs. This is total bullshit. Like, have you seen yeah. one, like, I, I made the joke. I was like, when he could eviscerate the Canucks by himself. Like, have you seen that dude? 
you know, walk pregame into the locker room. There's like a photo of him, like in a blue suit to bring out the baby blue. Like he's a handsome son of a bitch. Like he, he beats the Canucks on his own. I don't yeah. even need to, I don't even need to throw in. Okay. You want a Vince Dunn? You want to see Vince Dunn sure. dolled up? You don't sure. want that. You don't want that smoke. Well, I mean like there's got to, I, I would like to see some, um, it's just fan voting. Like I need, no, to see, I know. I just think it's hilarious, I, but I need to see some sort of like, uh, what's the word? Like, uh, um, like tears, tears, but like, like qualifications for this. Like, oh, what do you, how yeah. do you, what is the, I need breakdowns of this. Like who's yeah. head to head, which player, like this would be too much work for us. And we are not going to do this, uh-huh. but what if we like actually did like the hottest player in the NHL, mm-hmm. you know, that'd be, t- it'd be a lot of work. And also it's too, a lot like, of work. Look, and that's I'm not saying I got tired just thinking about like, it. I don't want to like anyway I'm, I'm I don't want to do that maybe I don't want to look at, <laughs> I don't want to do that I don't want to do that. but like I'm all about it if we can get somebody to do that for us yeah and also too I'm a little pissed off that the Kraken didn't do well maybe because like I'm in our own sort of like Kraken um like echo chamber yes because like you know obviously what's awesome about uh the the Kraken world and uh the Kraken pod and you as fans you listening is like we've got uh, just as many dudes as we do women it's all I love it oh my it's god awesome. if anything I and, feel like it's actually more women than men that love the team which i am all for it's fantastic and wh- you know what dude or a woman who's into dudes whatever no matter what i feel like all i see i see a lot of during the season like a lot of people just saying how good looking the kraken are yeah and i'm a little pissed off like maybe because i'm in this echo chamber i'm a little mad that the kraken didn't go further because like the canucks i mean i don't hear shit about the canucks being attractive mm-hmm. and i see all of our fans who are into dudes be like cracking this cracking that wenberg that grew this yeah. you know like grew like first of all I saw who was it? I see grew with like his his fiance or something like that. Like that's just like an attractive couple. Those are just attractive yeah. humans. And he knows what, what he's doing. Like the photos of him like on the sailboat with the glass of wine. Oh, and he's dude, got he's like, like the fancy hat on like influencer. He has earned the German gentleman nickname, oh. good sir. Anyway, I'm a little pissed off. So like, you know, I don't know if you can if you're into dudes and you can write in, you know, to some to maybe to these people or like we I don't <laughs> petition this. Well, we they're gonna say you guys should have voted because apparently it was a public voting situation. I just didn't see it. And then it was posted yeah and then of course when it was posted that's when everyone started talking yeah. about it I'm, and it was like whatever i'm confident in my you know sexuality enough to be like i totally hit the, the button for the crack and that's cool oh i thought you were gonna say something else no though. don't ask me to like <laughs> don't ask me to go like you know break down some dude six pack i'm not gonna do that you know but like i'm all i'm all if, hey if somebody wants to be the, the hot man or woman or whomever, whatever you identify with, you want to be like the contributor to the Kraken pod to be like the breakdown yes. of like the hotness of the Kraken. Come on, bring it on. I literally, for, I was like, Jeff's cool. about to say, I'm confident of my sexuality. I'll yeah, fuck yeah. Wenberg. That's how, that's how attractive when he is. Like I can be straight and still be like, yeah, I'd fuck that dude. Nope. That's nope. cool, man. He's nope. a man rocket. We Not can say it. Do that. All right. I'm, I've got enough. I've got enough action. I've got enough action. I've got three small kids. I don't have any more room for any Jesus. more action. All right. Now we're bringing kids like, into this. All right. It's getting weird. Three kids, baby. Okay. Twins. Just saying. We, we're, we're shutting it down. You know what I'm saying? I'm shutting all that down. It's just purely recreational now. That's all it is, and I'm just. It would be for them too. They don't sticking with maybe, my lady. Maybe you don't, you're making an assumption that no one would try to wife you afterwards. I'm 43, 43 years for, yeah. for my team. I'm not switching. It's not teams that young. You're point. only as old as you feel. I'm in. Okay. I'm co- totally cool. You do you. I support you. I support you. I'm 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 happy for you. Do what you want. Lust after whoever you want. You want to marry a tree? Marry a tree. I'm I'm happy for you. Be happy. This life is too short and too stressful. Positive eyes only. You want to fuck a watermelon fuck a watermelon <laughs> go ahead go ahead just don't serve the watermelon to me that's all i'm saying don't bring that to my picnic okay how do we transition out of this right. did, we started off with fucking watermelon we started off to... with uh, free agency into Haxel coaching that's your that's your your cracking mm-hmm. segment yeah uh these episodes are shorter but man they're good i think we're getting efficient here I know. Awesome. So we do. Let's get into something real quick here. But before we do, actually, that reminds me mm-hmm. is I want to remind you that, man, watching the playoffs is super fun. You know, it's been an awesome season. You have been watching the Kraken and you've been watching the NHL now. You are in. If you weren't into the hockey before, you are now into the hockey now. So you should totally get in on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. They want you to win big. New customers can bet a buck on any team and you get $150 in free bets if they win. So you 
Get that win from your team, and that means free bets for you. If Sportsbook is not available in your state yet, you have a shot to light the lamp. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. All you got to do is this. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $100 or $1, I'm sorry, $1 on any NHL team and get $150 in free bets. I mean, that's that's awesome. If they win, you get that. Promo code THPN, that's the Hockey Podcast Network. We're proud members of that at the Kraken Pod. So THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 plus, please. Restrictions apply and see our Kraken Pod show notes for details. So let's get into... No dumb questions. This is something we do. You know, you got a question. You're afraid to ask another podcast about it because they're going to flame you for not being a hockey expert, which is not right and not fair. As we just went into the whole deal with the watermelon and accepting everybody, we accept all hockey levels of fanship. So if you've got a dumb question, ask us. We'll find out the answer for you. We'll talk about it in no dumb questions. So Joey, this week, what's the question for no dumb questions? Is it possible to fuck a watermelon? I don't know from experience, but I'd imagine, yes. You probably right. just get a little, like, knife, little hole. Yeah. You know, gauge your, yeah. you know. There you go. Just, okay. Anyways, the real no yeah. dumb question question of the week is, where did the superstition of not touching the conference finals trophy start? This came from me watching the game last night. Obviously, you know, the Avs, they sweep the Oilers. They move on. They bring out the Western Conference Finals Cup. And I see a lot of players, you know, skating around it. It was great to have the whole team out on the ice. And then I saw they started touching it. And then Twitter went fucking crazy. Oh, my God. They touched it, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, let's talk about this superstition. Now, I know you have some numbers to back it up. It's actually not really that crazy. It started in 1997, which sadly is 25 years ago already. And it started by the Philadelphia Flyers because at the time they had won their conference trophy and they decided that they did not want to touch it because to them, the overall prize was the Stanley Cup. So they didn't want to touch it. They thought it would diminish the cup and bring them bad luck. And that's kind of how the superstition started. Now, I know you brought like actually got up some numbers around teams that haven't touched the cup or they win or lost. I want to see like, if there's merit to this superstition, by the way. Well, the Flyers didn't touch it and they got swept by the Red Wings. Like they got destroyed by the Red Wings. So they, oh, they, shit. Should, they yeah. should have touched it. They should have touched it. So I did find a chart. Now it stops in 2011. This is an old article. We'd have to look back. And and yeah, it comes. I've always known it as, I don't know where it started, but officially, but it's always like, that's not the trophy they're concerned about. Mm -hmm. So they're not going to touch it. And hockey players are very, very superstitious. Yes. I get so, that. And I actually cringe a little bit when I see like in, in basketball, you know, the Western Eastern conference trophies, they're, they're in the, oh, they're hugging they're, they're it. Hugging yeah. It, they're, yeah. And I cringe a little bit because I'm trained to be like, don't touch the damn thing. Yeah. 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 So starting here in 2011, the Bruins, um, they, oh, actually, you know what? This is, this is how old the article is. There's a question. It was the Bruins versus the Canucks in the, in the finals. Mm -hmm. Um, the Bruins didn't touch it and the Canucks didn't touch it. Now the Bruins won that Stanley cup final in 2011. Yeah. So it did, it worked out for them. The flyers in 2010, they touched it going into the finals. They lost the finals, um, to who did they, who was that? It was, it was the, um, oh, the Blackhawks, the Blackhawks, the Blackhawks did not touch flyers touch Blackhawks won. Wait, so uh, oh, wow. There's a bunch of noises I just made just now. Um, so my question is then, does this superstition have any merit? And also, and then, and here's my question. This is really going to be like a mind fuck. What happens when both teams don't touch it? Like you just gave an example of that. And one of the teams won. Lost. So I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the touched and looking to see if anybody won. Yeah. Yeah. The Penguins in 2009 touched it. Sidney Crosby, you know, he's, yeah. he's a idiot. And he just, yeah. he's like, <laughs> sure, I'm going to grab this thing with my big old lips. And I'm going to be like, just going to get in there. And, and uh, he, they won. So okay. there, there you go. So there you go. Uh, it doesn't matter. The senators in 2007, mm -hmm. they touched it. They lost. That's a mm -hmm. loss. In 2004, there's, there's a touch with the flames. They lost to the lightning, mm. uh, the lightning who didn't touch. Then you got the devils in 2003. They touched it and they won the Stanley Cup. Hmm. Hurricanes, 2002, touched it, and they lost. Red Wings touched it in 2002, and they won. <laughs> uh, the Avalanche touched it in 2001, and they won. They won. Uh, the Devils touched it in 2001, and they lost. So, yeah, it's... 
It's. I feel like it's really 50. It's a total coin flip. It's a big deal in the moment. That's yeah. it. It's just something for people on Twitter to freak out about. I feel like this is a thing that should be strictly for the Flyers because they started in 97, but for some reason it spilled over to the rest of the NHL world. Like they decided to do it because that was their thing at the time, but they end up losing the cup that, that year they got swept. So it's like, your superstition didn't even work, know, but now it's a thing that we all talk about. I don't know. You know, I know we both looked that stat up and we saw the flyers. Yeah. But I think it goes deeper than that. I don't know. Exactly. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm wrong. And if I am, please somebody like, you know, tweet uh, yeah, at us please, or something. Let, let us, us know. Cause what I saw was, Oh, we'll get corrected. Don't oh, worry. A hundred percent. Yeah. We Jesus. definitely have plenty of fact checkers out there. Yeah. Which God. is great. We need fact yeah. checkers. That's for sure. <laughs> One day maybe we'll get you on the payroll. Yeah. Seriously. Uh, we got, we, we got to get Cress on next. Oh dude, by the way, Cress, man, he was so pumped um, for, I actually sent him some screenshots of the tweets. Like, He's he's ready to come on board. I know we weren't prepped uh, to do it today, but maybe we'll do it for a Stanley Cup preview. We just got to get. I feel like we got to give him a heads up when we're recording, and oh, then we, and then we can just blind. Well we can time. just blindside him with some shit. Uh, all he said. I've been talking to him all week. I called him after that podcast episode last week. Nice, it nice. was awesome because I hadn't talked to him in a while. That was so cool. Um, just to catch up with that dude. I'm actually going to Detroit um, this weekend. Oh, what? Uh, nice. Yeah, yeah. My dad's in poor health. I got to go oh, not visit nice. him. I mean, well, he's. He's all right. I just got to check in on him, see what's okay. up. So he kind of lives on gotcha. his own and it's got to make sure he's good. But I'm going to be able to go to Detroit for a couple of days. And when you're driving past Little Caesars Arena, I'm going to feels. I'm, it's going to be cool. I'm, I haven't been back to Michigan in long, longer than I like to say, which is pretty neat. That's how I am with Washington State. Yeah. So, you know, when we go back and, and do our thing there, it's pretty crazy. I mean, it's like the better part of a decade for me. So, yeah, I'm kind yeah. of the same boat. Yeah. I had a lot yeah. of family stuff going on and I'm excited to go back. Nice. And, you know, family's getting back in a good spot and um, I'm, I'm ready to go. So I want to, you know, spend more time there in Michigan. And, and um, I talked to Mike and I was like, you know, maybe we should, we should hang out at some point. Maybe not this weekend coming up. Dude, you got to hang out with Chris. How oh, can you not? I may, I, I'm going to have Sunday in Detroit to hang out a little bit because my dad lives in Northern Michigan, mm -hmm. basically like three hours away. Oh from, shit. So yeah, that, like, that's, a, that's a bit of a drive. So I got to go like check on him up there. Um, but I could see Crest. We'll see. I might have to just see Crest just to like get a picture. You know what I mean? So Dude, um, yeah. he told me, you know what he told me? Okay. So he, I brought him up and we're going to, you know, we've been talking about this, the, the conference trophies, but I think we pretty much got to the end of that. Uh, he said about the Rangers uh, series, the Rangers series, Shesterkin is the man, dude's a stud. And then I also got Love a, uh, wow, what a game uh, in the middle of that game uh, uh, from Sunday, which was an awesome game, by yeah. the way, which is pretty, pretty epic. He knows. I think if I asked him the same question that I asked you, give me Igor Vazzy right now, I think Kress would take Igor. I think so. You know what? I found out talking to Mike, he's in a competitive, he's in an arm wrestling league. Oh my God. Like the dude is like, is a, he real? He's real. <laughs> he's real. He, he does his own. Like his, I grew up with, you know, going to his house in middle school and high school and his dad is 70 and still is a, is a works for the waste management company. Jesus. And he, and I, and he's right. Like he's not. And when he's telling me this, I'm like, I'm not sitting there like, Oh, here goes Crest bragging about it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. His dad was like there, there he's, he's always been skinny, mm -hmm. but skinny, strong, like just strong. Yeah strong ass arms his dad like i'm pretty sure doesn't use the garbage truck to lift the dumpsters up i'm pretty sure his dad and his dad is not a but he's like iron like solid and yeah, that's kind yeah, of what yeah, Cress yeah. is so Cress was like yeah man we were talking about just life he's like yeah i mean you know in between working and you know he's got a daughter and like my wife and stuff like that but i you know i can do something for fun i joined this competitive arm wrestling league. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> that's crazy yeah you know like my dad is always kind of like so i was you know you know i've always had kind of good you know arm forearm strength like, yeah it's true and he's like so i'm in this competitive arm wrestling league. I'm like, Jesus, that's incredible. Gotta get you. I gotta start. First of all, I gotta start working out more. Uh, yeah. Cress is out here fucking doing arm wrestling leagues and over the top snapping fly, dudes in half and taking phone style. calls and just dropping bombs on us. Like this guy's not real. I'm all so right. glad that he was introduced. You're fantastic. He's, he's a great guy. He's just really positive. Yeah. Awesome dude. Happy go lucky guy. I love that dude. So I'm a, I will, maybe we'll see him on, on Sunday. I'll get him soon. But I say this is for next episode. We need to look up the crazy stories so Stanley Cup party stories, yes, because right? the finals will be starting, and then I'm going to get Crest locked in for this next podcast. Yeah, we got to call him. We got to call him. Gotcha. Okay. We have so to. here's what I want you to do. You listening, thank you for sticking with us in this off season and listening to this playoff shit, uh, which is a lot of fun. But you know, let us know uh, about that whole was the Kraken was the Kraken hotness train upset by the the Canucks who honestly like who's into the Canucks? I don't even know. Kraken so much cooler and 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 just by having a cooler name like that means automatically like, hotter players. I'm really getting pissed off. Yeah, hotter this. logo, hotter yeah. team name, yeah. hotter everything. Also, hotter weather. I want to know at Kraken Pod who is your free agent choice 
for the crack and I still would love Johnny Goudreau but mm-hmm. I like that idea of like getting somebody that's really great on that defense like Chris Letang so tell us about that yeah um, I'm riding with uh, with Forsberg with Flip I'd be I love Flip and I would call him just Flip I wouldn't call him Philip no it'd be Flip and it'd be like that one song like dun 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 Flip Flip you don't know. Okay, I lost what it. Is that all right? We're is moving that like on. Recent? It's no. Is that, that hip hop? Also, is yeah, hip hop. Hip hop, but older. Yeah. Oh gosh. Okay. Uh, I don't know why I just did that out loud. It was in my head, and it yeah. just kind of came out. I'm gonna. We I'm should probably stop talking. I'm gonna Spotify it up on the way home. Yeah, yeah. I think you actually might dig it because you, if you picture him skating to that, oh. I'm just saying. Okay. All right. I, I don't, I'm not gonna do it, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. I all appreciate right, your honesty. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, let us know what you're thinking about free agents, Haxtell, all that sort of good stuff. And if you can, you know, we're in the kind of like the depths of this episode and the depths of podcasting in general. So we'd love it if you left us a review, um, Spotify on Apple, wherever you listen to this podcast, but definitely hit us up on, on, uh, Twitter. And I'm going to say it bulletin board material, Joey, I want mm-hmm. you and me to work on our TikTok account. Yeah, okay. I posted one you and it did, got, it did really well. I don't even know. I, did, I checked it for like two seconds. So we're going to get on it I because we're, like we're, we're setting up the new space. When we set up the new space, we're going to start incorporating, incorporating video so Uh-oh. people can see, you know, well, how the sausage is made. I mean, we really reached the pinnacle of Twitter at 1200 followers. So it's time to move on to yeah, the social so, media. Sorry, yeah, this is as far as it's going to go. And I think it's I think TikTok, man. I'm all about the talk. So let, we're going to put some stuff out there. So watch out for that at Kraken Pod everywhere. Joey, anything else to add in there? Nothing. Oh, uh, I watched the first episode of Shorzy on Hulu. I didn't like it. What? I didn't like it. Hold on. We can't just seriously i thought it was the first i think the first maybe i, I gotta you watch thought the, it was just too much shit talking or I what was it the whole episode i watched the first 10 minutes and i thought it was trying too hard i thought it was a little oh that's too. interesting it just wasn't natural to me like and i'm not thinking too hard yeah. about it but I, no no I, okay I, that's a fair criticism i need to watch more though because i only watched 10 yeah, minutes watch the watch the whole episode i was loving it i like the writing is incredible like i can't imagine how long it takes just to get together like one string of him ripping somebody like must take. I mean, it's just it's crazy. It, that was all right. The the opening scene mm-hmm. with all the analysts talking that just felt really weird and forced, and I just couldn't get into it. Okay, I don't know what it was. Maybe it's just because I just came back from watching Top Gun Maverick, which was fucking phenomenal. Dude, I've been telling everybody they need to see it in theaters. See it in theaters. The podcast is supposed to be over. Yeah, go to the theater and see this. The theaters yes. are back, baby. Yeah, no, they're they're back. Back. Um, hashtag fucking AMC to the moon. Jesus. Go support movie theaters. Listen. It was packed on Saturday. No bullshit though. This is not a movie that you see when it comes out on streaming because I oh. promise you, you are, I went and saw an IMAX and oh, I, 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 first I off, I cried twice. Oh, the, the you're first, a Navy guy. The first 10 minutes of the movie, I legitimately was sweating in my seat because yeah, the, yeah. the like, oh my God, with the mocks, I was yeah. like, I can't so handle cool. this right now. And then the ending, like the last 30 minutes, blown away like so good so good just they, a feel-good movie nostalgia that was, good. was good but they didn't Jeez. overdo it nope. it wasn't too cheesy like the relationships were action perfect was awesome action like literally go and see this in theaters if you already seen it actually i want to go see it again like that's I how good go it, it was i was like i need to go see top gun again i would go see it again we were at the movie tavern on the uh, in manville in, in oh yeah, yeah yeah so you sit in the cool chair nice like, we were blown away my wife was yeah. like all right tom cruise how the wife and did, wife and kids or just you and the wife on a date no just me and her on a date we went with another couple gotcha and we loved it we had watch top gun and the, the wife original. was like that was awesome oh dude she loved she's cool as hell she loved yeah. she loved the she loved it she loved she loved the original top gun and we had watched it like five days before same. i did the same thing and like i forgot because i grew as a child of the 80s i watched all those movies i forgot how good that there's a lot of 80s movies or childhood movies you go back yes. and, and watch and you're like this isn't as good as i remember yeah which is natural no top, top gun, gun held up pretty damn good it did it was amazing it's like yeah. all right cool well this beat is good i know people are saying it's awesome but top gun maverick it just was a fun ride. It actually gets me pumped for more movies that are coming Dude, out. Dude, Jurassic like, Park is out in like three days. I'm not even ready for that. I want to see Top Gun again first. I think the Top Gun series is, you know, we're in the top, we're in the, I'm sorry, we're in this yeah. Jurassic Park 12 now. So I, like, I don't even know, but it I looks sweet because now they're like in cities and shit. Absolutely. They're in, they're in Rome, baby. They're in Rome. That's so. what it should be called. Jurassic Park. We're in cities we're and in, shit. <laughs> that's where we're at. That's where we're at. All right. Top Gun, Maverick. Go watch that. Enjoy the playoffs. Yes. Give us the review. Talk to us on Twitter at Kraken Pod. You have an awesome week. Joey, you have an awesome week. You too, brother. Thank you, brother. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, we got to leave you with the chirp of the week. Maybe it's something mm. from Shorzy. I don't know. You have to wait. What's a chirp? It's when hockey players make fun of each other on the ice. They typically are really dry in interviews, talking to them, but they're really funny, 
awesome people with their own subculture. And that's why this is the best way to end the show. So thanks for listening to the Kraken Pod. We'll leave you with the Kraken Pod Chirp of the Week. I remember laying in bed dreaming about the time your mom tongued my butthole so good I put her in my phone as roll up the rim to win.